everybody welcome to the new artist spotlight i am wilco wilkes and i'm big og you know me the grot the growth of the Nordic spotlight podcast now if you've ever watched anything that we've done you know we're here to interview some of the best and brightest artists of the Nordic spotlight playlist your plug to the best independent music around the globe and you can find all of that plus news reviews tips all sorts on newartistspotlight.org all the playlists are on there loads of good tunes that you can discover on there including tunes from the man that we're going to meet today looking forward to this um a maker of bangers uh welcome to the show srv music maker hi thank you thank you how are you doing good to have you on are you well again thanks so, for anyone who hasn't heard much about SRV, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your music, your sound, and how you became a recording artist? Yeah, I'm an electronic musician from India, and from Kolkata, India to be specific. And uh, I make various subgenres of electronic music, uh, like house, trance, dance music. And uh, I've been, like, I started making music... Uh, almost a decade back, but that was not serious back then. It was, it was just a hobby like that. But uh, in late 2020, I started uh, back again under the same name, SRV Music Maker, and, uh, you know, like seriously releasing some musics and uh, four tracks so far. I hope to release more soon. As far as uh, how I started, you know, I mean, uh, around 2009 or 10, I got like, yeah, I... I mean, I used to be, I used to uh, like play in metal bands and uh, I used to play the guitar and I used to sing and uh, do all that. But sometimes I'd, I'd just uh, get like really tired of listening to all that hard stuff, right? And then I'd turn to dance music and pop music and I'd listen to that. And I, I like it, you know, and uh, especially, and uh, going back to my childhood too, there was like in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, there were a lot of, like all this stuff on TV, like uh, I guess you know the song uh, "Sandstorm" by Daru, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, there are, yeah, <laughs> that's that's like, and uh, there are many other songs like that, you know. And so Paul Van Dyke, Tiesto, uh, Daru, Sash, there was a lot of stuff, and it also it always intrigued me, you know. I mean, I got really into rock music, and I, you know, picked up the guitar and I sang in. And and used to I used to be a part of two bands and uh, we toured and went to competitions and stuff like that. And it was great. I loved being on stage. But a part of me always liked like dance music, you know. And so uh, around 2011 to 12, I gave it a try. And the reception was, to be honest, uh, it was good back then because although the fan base was not that big, I could reach some people around the world and. Uh, they did encourage me and like at that stage it's about getting advice from people and feedback right like what what are you doing what are you doing right what are you doing wrong and so that was that and uh through the last decade through the last few years i kind of i made a little bit here and there you know and uh, like uh getting into a career around 2014 and uh all that it kind of like music kind of took a backseat, 
I mean, I was still doing the rock stuff, the metal stuff. I was still doing that. But from like 2015 to 20, it was like a very busy, uh, different kind of phase in life. So after that, I decided to jump back in and I'm glad that I did. So, Yeah, that's good, man. And um, I'm interested as well, like you're saying about how it's more than a hobby now. And um, I love your four tracks on Spotify, like they're all class. Um, especially enjoy Oceano de Passion and um, Thank you. love Can't Control as well. So I want more SRV tracks coming out. And of course, a special mention as well for with Will Joy. You got me hypnotized. Yeah, he was fantastic on that. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He does it a lot better than I do. Um, but yeah, I'm interested, like, how seriously are you taking it? Is this a future career for you? Is this like, what's the dream? Like uh, the seriousness aspect of it, it's not It's not like, oh, I want to make it big. I want to sell out arenas. It's not like that. It's nothing like that. See, the aspect of that aspect of it is just, you know, me making something and me being serious about being creative and not casual and making something that can, you know, if it's three minutes, four minutes of something that can add to someone's life, like, Four minutes, someone listens to my song and, you know, they feel a certain emotion. That's happy, sad, sentimental. And I could make those four minutes of their life in a given day better. And that's the goal, you know. And, you know, it's not about yeah, man. That's like, beautiful, man. social media. Oh, you know, I mean, it's pretty easy to get followers now. You know, there are tricks and basically... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I've noticed you've been doing quite a bit of that, actually. I've noticed you've been doing, like, tutorials and stuff. Like, uh, how's that going? Yeah, I... I do that. I do that sometimes, and uh, not been very active recently because I'm. Uh, I've been like super busy with my like day job and uh, like making working on a new track too. That's actually going to be uh, like have different versions of one track, so three different versions. So there's a lot of work, and I have to record my own vocals on this one. So <laughs> it's it's taking some time, some trial and error. Oh, good mate. Look you know? forward to hearing that. So tell us a little bit about your experience here at NAS. Well, New Artist Spotlight, uh, it's actually very interesting how I came to be a part of it. Uh, back in, I think, February or March last year, Motion Sickness, he approached me on Facebook. He's like, uh, okay, uh, there's a playlisting opportunity and it's a community of artists and all that. And I was a little skeptical, to be honest, at first. Like, I mean, what is this? Like, I mean, I haven't seen anything like that. I'm just one month into making music. I've released one song, and here comes someone saying something like this. Right. But then I decided to look into it, and I'm glad that I did. And it's interesting. This is the first time I actually use Discord. I, I was never on Discord before that. Like, oh, yeah, I've heard about Discord. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about Discord, but... You know, I've never been a part of it. Okay, let's try, you know, let's see. And uh, when I talked to uh, Ilian and uh, Ed, and I got some confidence about it and I got into it. And, uh, you know, I mean, since then, it's what, like, New Artist Spotlight, I think it's very unique for uh, independent musicians around the world. You know, because, I mean, it's like, it gives, it opens up so many possibilities. And uh, it gives you 
the platform to network with so many other talented musicians, many of whom have been doing it for more than a decade, seriously, right? So, and, you know, there's there's a level playing around. It's, it's not like, oh, you're a new musician, so, you know, you better get used to the hierarchy or something like that. It's not like that. It's a community where everyone feels involved, everyone feels welcomed, you know, you can share your music, you can uh, network with others, collaborate with others. Like, you know, I found Will Joy on New Art Spotlight, right? So, and, uh, you know, you just basically support each other. And what I like about it is people do it willingly. It's not like no one's forcing you to do anything. We're not in it for any kind of gain. No one's in it for any kind of monetary gain uh, directly. But, uh, you know, it's like, it's out of curiosity for discovering new artists and new music and um, artists in your own genre, artists outside of your genre. So, and the community is like, it's really cohesive and that's that's the great part of it. And yeah, man, I think it's inspiring. Uh, I think it's like, um, it's, it's just amazing seeing all the talent on there and Origin Cross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep me my own category, right? Because I'm just that much, yeah, that much better yeah, than so yeah. other artists. Yeah, no, there is there's some amazing stuff on there, and like you say, it takes you out of your genres and and puts you in touch with people yeah. and and, um, and cultures who, that you've never seen before. Like, who would have thought? Like when I started, like in late 2020, and the first release in late January 2021. Like who would have thought? Like uh, I'd be a, uh, like even such a community exists. Like, I, I had no idea. Like, all I know are people uh, asking for money online. You know, oh, I, I'm going to make an Instagram post or a Facebook post and you pay me $20 or $50 and, you know, maybe you'll get something out of it. You know, and so many uh, emerging artists who are just coming out with the first single or the second single fall prey to those. And they just, you know, and for something like this, for the most, the biggest advantage is like, New Artist Spotlight is completely free. Like it doesn't like it doesn't require anything from you, and uh, in that regard, and just your participation and like you know to be the part of the community and to contribute. I think it's fantastic. Like this is a dream. This is like, but it's reality. And like independent artists who join get so many opportunities. It's it's fantastic. It's not just about the playlists. It's about the social media the blogs the radio all the opportunities that ed has done a fantastic job with it and the mod team everybody just works so hard it's fantastic yeah man it's great and where else can you go and get your music played live on radio voted on by your peers exactly i know i, I you actually just get to know each other's music so well yeah yeah. So we're gonna speaking of which we're gonna play um Can't Control by you today. Um oh, it's a track I've wonderful. enjoyed for a long time. But do you want to tell us a bit about the track? And I'm interested, like, because most of your tracks are instrumental so far. Um, do you still like think of stories behind the songs and do they still like do they still come from certain places and what do they mean to you and specifically yeah, what does can't control mean to you? Can't control is uh, actually uh like it's a very old school trance kind of song. Like uh, if you remember the sound of the late 90s, like 99, Y2K, 
that kind of like the rave scene and the like the glow sticks and the <laughs> the trance and the you know all that uh the music the club music back then trance was mainstream you know old school trance and uh, techno and all that you know acid bass and stuff like that you know so it's kind of a throwback to that from uh, from the sound and the production quality the type of production too. And uh, this is just basically the concept behind is is like a, it's a vocaloid or a robot who's like singing this. like. And uh, what's interesting is it's not even a real singer. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a text to singing software that I was just trying out one day. And uh, like, I just in, I just put the lyrics in there, like, and it came out nice. And I saw how do I build the track around it? You know, what what am I going to do? Am I going to make it like a house track? It, that's it, it's relaxed. And then I thought no, it's it has to be something intense. Like this one has to be intense. So, one forty BPM, the trance uh, like tempo, and but a groovy bass line, and you know. By the end of it, you're just dancing, you know, hands in the air. So it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Like, I don't believe in, like, uh, the trend of, like, drops, two or three drops in a song. Like, there's this limbo that's like, oh, did you did you listen to the drop? Wait for the drop, wait for the... I, I, don't, I don't compose like that. I just go with the flow and, you know, where it will take me. And I like it, you know, as a listener, too, you know. Something like this I listened to back in the day. And I think, you know, it's 140 BPM and just straight ahead. It's like full on trance. It's pretty cool. So that was the mission. You know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned like 140 BPM because I feel like a lot of rap songs are right around that range. And so like a lot of rappers are really comfortable in that range, except like Wilco, you know, you just can't keep up. But <laughs> yeah, I just... I just think that's like a really strong, really solid tempo. And, um, you know, just that kind of up-tempo vibe, you know, really gets the, the energy going, yeah, like you were saying, you know. Yeah, four on the floor, 140 BPM. You know, some mm-hmm. people think now think it's too fast. You know, they're slowing the tempos down. Yeah, like Woko. 125. <laughs> that's funny. It's not a competition or a gym. I, I, I like a competition. <laughs> Personally, I like my beats at around 110. Listen. Sort of uh, yeah, well, know, 80, 90 like, BPM yeah, they're, they're like good, that. man. Yeah, but then you can go, nice go between the bars. It's good, man. It gives you more options. One, 140, 140 is frantic for some people, and it, it, it has to be frantic. It, it, that's the thing yeah. I'm trying to convey. This, there's this kind of sense of urgency. Like, yeah. even though the base, even though the baseline is groovy, you know, it's got a distinct groove, but it's 140. So it's like mm-hmm. really fast and it's supposed yeah, to be fast. Like I, I think your shots. music, SIV, is like um running music. That's why I have it. It's like gym music. Um and I, I love I love wow. a load of stuff like that, Darude and um, you know, all that kind of um era. Yeah, I'm, I still, I still like I like a bit of scooter as well. Do you like scooter? Yeah, I like Yeah, that. I love a bit of scooter. I, I like I've got them on my running playlist. I've got a bit of SRV on my running playlist. And I like it because it mixes it up as well. You don't keep it the same. You've got like right. different sections to songs, and that's why I was kind of wondering whether it just comes as you go along, or whether it's like mapped out from the start. But I think you, you've definitely got an ear for it, anyway. Um, I 
Has he got think, a lot uh, of um, have you got a lot of tracks lined up or he's just releasing them one at a time? Like I'm I'm constantly I'm constantly making tracks, but uh you know I I have to select eventually like which is going to be my next song, right? So uh, if I take that decision and then I work on something, the other, you know, others are just stems that I can go back to later on and just work on them. But usually it just starts with, uh, sometimes I'm experimenting, like Can't Control, I was playing with a text-to-singing software and then I so build the track um, that was a text to sing software, right? So is Will Joy your only uh like collab with like a another artist? Yeah, yeah. It's my yeah, it's my first collab with a with a real vocalist. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, basically it starts with a melody idea for me. You know, like uh Oceano was I was listening, I was actually listening to some 70s uh no uh some 80s Italo disco, right? So I like that kind of stuff, the cheesy synth lines. So I was listening to something and it really, I really liked the vibe. And I was actually just going to, like the like the end part of Oceano, there's like this melody that it ends with. I was supposed, I was supposed to start with that, but when I put that into the workflow, I thought like, okay, this is this is not strong enough. Like this is this is not intense or strong enough. So I have to build something. So it's intuitive. I kind of chop and change based on what I'm feeling. And tomorrow morning I might come back and say, no, this is not going in the right direction. I need to do something different. And I maybe I change the tempo, maybe I change the baseline. So it's a lot of experimentation like that. And when I uh, it was initially going to be a house song, but then you know the melodies of it, you know, this synth wave. So, you know, it's basically a hybrid of a house and synth wave. So, but if you take the big picture of Oceano, it's it's like a symphony start to finish, like swirling melodies, 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 counter melodies, and then going into melodies, changing the more melodies. So it just goes on continuously. Any melodies? Journey. <laughs> what? I said, any melodies in there? It's just because you said melodies about four times. It was badly timed, much like uh, my uh, all my efforts this week. Um. Um, <laughs> when you say counter melody, right? Right, a counter melody is a thing. I, I don't think a lot of artists that, who don't have music theory knowledge, um, I don't think they're kind of aware of what it is and like how powerful of a tool it is. Could you give like a quick description of what a counter yeah, melody I, is and why you have it in music? Counter melody is like, for example, I mean. Uh, like when I used to be in bands playing guitar, right? So the lead guitarist is playing something in an interlude and I'm playing a harmony of it or I'm closing out the bar with something when he's holding a note or something. Like practically speaking for Oceano, it's like there's a melody going on and on and on. And towards the end of the bar, there's a swirling melody that's just cascading down. and in between that, there's another one that catches a middle note and just cascades down back into the main melody. So it's kind of like that to keep to keep it continuous, so that there is like continuous, like like you're running, like it's like that. So so there's no halt. There's no like 
oh, it's the same thing over and over again, or there's a whole, it's just, it's, because it's a swirling kind of melody and it goes on and on and on and it loops on. And counter melodies, I think, are very important in, you know, emphasizing the emotion of songs, right? And, uh, like, it can be a mode change, it can be a slightly something exotic, and you put that into the main melody, whether at the end of it or somewhere else, you know, and you create something interesting. You know, it's 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 pleasing to the ear, you know. So I think yes, uh, yeah. I think a lot of uh, I think yeah, a lot of trap music. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it is pleasing to the ear. You're right. And um, something else that's pleasing to the ear is can't control. So let's have a listen to it. Um, do you want to do the honors of introducing it? Sure. Hey guys, listen to my single and control right now. Enjoy.
Man, thank you for letting us play that. Um, awesome. So, tell us, do you have anything mapped out uh, for the future or or not for the future, just like when you start your songs? I, and I know you spoke a little bit about it. Like, do you ever go into a song kind of with a plan? Like, this is what I want to make? Or do you ever have to, do, is it always just kind of starting and then and seeing where you end up? I, li- I like making short loops. Okay, so if I make a uh, four-bar melody or something, I like laying down the bass and the drums and maybe another melody or chords with it and just loop it and play it and play it and see how it feels to me. And if it feels good, okay, this is something, this has potential and I can work from there, you know, and sometimes it's not that case and sometimes that's the case. That's the case. And uh, if I like something, if I feel it, if I vibe with it, you know, and I am constantly uh, like dissociating uh, in a way that uh, uh, like I put myself outside, like as a listener, I'm coming to a piece of music I've made as a listener, like as a listener, as a neutral, would I like listening to this, right? And as a listener, if I can vibe with it, yeah, okay, maybe it has potential and I'll work on it. And there might be two, three compositions like that. And I take the strongest one, which I feel the best about, and I go about it. And, you know, building an arrangement, it's actually one of the things that I do the last. I just like to like put different layers, stack layers upon each other and see how it goes. Like, okay, uh, how would it sound with this uh, with the chords? Okay, now the chords and the uh, beat and the bass line is playing. How would this counter melody sound? Oh, can I add some guitar? Can I add this? Maybe not. Maybe not everything together. Maybe, but this can progress and then the guitar can come in and something like that. So that's kind of, it's it's a little bit random. It's a little bit dynamic. That's my process. It's not like that static. And I am not uh, a subscriber to uh, the thinking that, uh, oh, you can't mix while you arrange or uh, when you're laying down the tracks, uh, laying down the MIDI, you can absolutely mix. In fact, I prefer it sometimes because I I want to know what it sounds like, like with all the with the compressor and the reverb and everything on. I want to know what it sounds like with the EQ on. So that will give me a good like benchmark to follow. Like I can take the effects off later, and you know I'll have to do that, right? But you know, I mix as I go too. So it's a little haphazard, my uh, workflow, but there's no like set rules like that. But I like to do things intuitively and, you know, that's the way. It's interesting you say the whole thing about the mixing um, while you while you work, uh, just because like, even like for like rappers and like how we work, sometimes you go into a studio session and it's, you hear you're hearing the music. Maybe you, if you want to, you're hearing your vocals. But sometimes you can you can hear your vocals with the effects on it, so you know what you're basically what you're laying down. Yeah. Or you can just hear you kind of raw, and then add the effects later. And it's kind of like difference. It's just really like differences of opinion when it comes to it, right? Because I may not want to hear like. I don't want to hear the reverb because I feel like the reverb is distracting me right now while I'm trying to focus on what it is that I'm trying to say. Right. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this sounds really this. I think this sounds good, but 
um, you know it's going to sound different when it's mixed. So it's like I want to make sure that it sounds good in the way that it's going to end up sounding and not how I kind of think it might end up sounding. And it's yeah. just uh, cool how that kind of crosses over just to different from yeah. being a rapper to being a yeah, I think different yeah, and in music, I don't think there are any hard and fast rules like that. You can just do however you want to do it. And, uh, like, the end result is all that matters. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah that's definitely true. Yeah, I agree with all that. Um, and wondering, like, you know, uh, just quickly, do you play, like, your instruments as well? Do you play your guitar? Do you play, do you do that? Or are you programming I mean, that in with musical typing or... How do you do all that? Uh, I am I am a guitarist, but you can call me a retired guitarist because I don't practice now. <laughs> so, but I used to, and uh, you know, I basically played hard rock, heavy metal, and but I used to play blues and smooth jazz, and uh, I used to play some. I, I don't, I can't shred as well, but uh, but when you're playing, when you're making your play. electronic music, are you doing that all on a MIDI keyboard, or are you? Yeah. On uh, no, not not even on a MIDI. I, I do it. I don't need a MIDI keyboard. I just do it like there are keys mapped to like my computer keyboard, right. and I just yeah. like yeah. I cannot know where C sharp is. C sharp is my favorite note, by the way. Where <laughs> it is, and, <laughs> yeah, and, no, that's uh, where yeah. it is, and it's just like I don't. I'm just laying down MIDI. Like I'm pointing and clicking with the mouse and laying down MIDI like that. Yeah, I try to include the guitar in my music too. So far, it hasn't been the case in these four songs that I've released, but I definitely, you know, the next ones, they're going to have some guitar because it's my favorite instrument, you know, and we are now fortunate that we have guitar VST plugins that sound very realistic. If you know how to mix them, and if you know how to, you know, what to add and how to EQ and, you know, you can get incredibly realistic sounding uh, guitar parts that, and, you know, if if I have a limitation that there is a part that I can't play physically, I can lay down the MIDI if there's something in my mind and it's done. Like my next song, it's going to have a guitar solo. That's like, it's it would be difficult for me to play it, but I'm on the computer and I can do it. And, I can make it like that. So nice. And there's a lot of samples too, you know, drum samples, effect samples. You know. So, who are your inspirations in music and just in life? For, uh, for the kind of music that I do now, I think it's the old school guys like Darud, Sash, uh, Tiesto, Paul Van Dyke, Armin. These are the people. And uh, inspiration in life. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not inspired by people, so to say, but uh, I'm inspired by ideas, I guess. You know, this, like, different philosophies that kind of make your life better, I think. Like, which is like you have to sort of simplify life into little bits and pieces and process it, like, uh, as easily as you can and you can't get overwhelmed you can't get burnt out and you just have to take care of yourself you know and if you take care of your body 
your mind's good. If you take care of your mind, your emotions, you're stable emotionally. And that sort of carries over to different aspects of your life. You know, whether you're trying to be creative, whether you're trying to uh, get 100% productivity uh, you know, during work, like in your day job, whether you whether it's relationships, whether it's anything, you know, you kind of have to have that equilibrium. You can't, you know, be stressed out to thin or be lazy. And you have to have your head in the right place, you know. Do little things, you know, stretch out, do some breathing. Just, you know, don't be anxious, don't be stressed. There's, you know, everything. Just don't eat junk. These are the little things that I believe in practicing and they kind of like, they kind of help uh, maintain the balance of life. I think for everyone, that's the case, you know. And it's easy to get overwhelmed with, you know, our lives the way they are. Well, now, you're, you're talking about getting overwhelmed. And I think it's time that we transition to the NAS Quick Fire Five. You oh heard it. You know it. <laughs> going to be asked five so questions. You're not going to have more than 15 seconds to answer each question. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Go ahead. Okay, let's jump into it. Question one is, what is your favorite song from the new Artist Spotlight playlists? Oh, right now it's uh, Into the Wilderness by JHN. What's one song, song that always makes you want to dance? Europe in the Summertime by Charles Connolly. Great pick. Uh, if you could have the voice of any other artist on the planet, whose voice would you have? John Bon Jovi. Which band or artist, dead or alive, would you most like to go on a night out with? Metallica. <laughs> yeah, if it didn't get too heated. Um, and number five, if you could spend one day with one other NAS artist, who would you pick? This is very hard to pick, so I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I would like to meet everyone. Maybe have a huge party someday, you know, so it's very difficult for me to choose. And I honestly can't like that, you know. All of you are amazing, you know. You don't have Once, to everyone. you don't have to spare Wilco's feelings like that. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're four out of five there, SRV. I don't think we're gonna allow that last answer. No. No. You, you, you gotta you say somebody. You yeah. gotta pick. Everyone's like, sat there listening, to... hoping it's them. Yeah, they're they're all sat there crossing their fingers, going, please pick me. You might as well make okay. one of the dreams come true. Okay. How about both of you? No. How about no. I, how about I, how about I uh, referee a rap battle between you two? No, right? no, no. no. I live in where the referee thing, the, the black and white stripes and a pro whistle. <laughs> um, like, go, you know. <laughs> how uh, about that? No, nah, he'd much rather have a typing contest than a rap battle with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the problem is I'd be a heavyweight, and Origin is probably a flyweight. And right. it, that's that's crazy to say that he's scared of me, and I'm supposed to be in such a lower weight class. You've waved the red rag at the bull now. <laughs> what was that, mate? You're going to wave a white flag at me in a second. No. Yeah, I said, I said I'd love, love to see you battle someday, like on YouTube or something. I <laughs> like for free. And we battle each other. <laughs> we can sell you tickets, man. You guys yeah, get a yeah. pot. 
we'll yeah. we'll work something out. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in on that. I, I, my price is one million pounds. I'll do it for one million pounds. What about you? Yeah, it's ten. You ten mil. Ten million USD. I think I'd put Wilco on a body bag. Yeah. I think, I, well, I'd probably, two to I'd three probably rounds get for 10 million. Originally happy with 80 20 um, split of the pot. I'll get the 80. No, you'll get nothing yeah. but embarrassed, and I'll take the money. Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd like you to send some of the money to the club I support. Can you guess which club I support? Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a fight club. club. Isn't it Chelsea? It's a, no, it's a football. Uh, yeah, it's Chelsea. Yeah, I remember you that. Know, yeah, yeah. We're going through a lot of stuff right now. Hey, and, they're uh, playing Newcastle right now. They're playing my team, and I'm missing it for this. <laughs> See what the score is. Yeah. Uh, right, we're going to wrap up now. Anyway, it's still nil nil. Um, we're going to wrap sure. up. Um, so just uh, tell everybody before very quickly where we can find you on socials. Sure. Just XRV uh, music on, maker, isn't it? Yeah, SRV uh, underscore music maker on uh, Instagram. SRV music maker on. Twitter, and uh, I'll be coming up uh, with some new music in the coming months. So yeah, look forward to it, mate. All right, well, thank you very much, SRV, for joining us. It's been great to meet you, and uh, all the best for the future. And a big thank you to everybody who's listening at home as well. Uh, everybody who's putting us on radio, all the partners, people um, looking out for us all. And we'll see you all next time. New, new, new artists, spotlight. Podcast.